Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. CarPro USA is the place with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry's a 35-year auto industry veteran who won USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. His sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, a Radio Hall of Famer and winner of the Cabo San Lucas White Guy Who Looks Like a Lobster Award. Thank you. Welcome to CarPro USA. And we thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA, and we are here to make sure that you make a good, smart car buying decision. So if you want to pick my brain, the phone number here is 800 926 7777. I owned car dealerships for a lot of years and, in fact, have written a, a series of stories about that. They're on our website under True Stories, and there's 40 of them. Some of them will make you laugh, some of them will make you cry. Uh, this week, it was about my day on 9 11 01. Which, once again, an opportunity for you, although I guess you probably didn't look at it that way, to show how persistent and creative you could be when faced with a difficult situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was out of town and couldn't get back because the planes were, you recall. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was, a, that's a good story. For such a tragic day, uh, that was. That was that was a pretty good story. Well, is it, what, you were in Midland? Yeah, Midland, Texas. And they wouldn't let you rent a car and drop it off in Dallas? Well, actually, I was going to hop a ride with a Ford executive. This was when I was the National Dealer Council chairman for Ford, and I had to go across the country and hold meetings with dealers to find out what their issues were. So I could take them back to Detroit, Dearborn, actually, and, you know, get stuff handled. That's what I did. One of the Ford execs from the Dallas office was there in a uh, rent, rented car. And when 9-11 happened, he he said, you want to ride home? I said, well, yeah. Yeah. I've got to get home somehow. And don't look like it's going to be on an airplane. So... He went to the budget counter that was actually at the hotel and said, we need to take this car to Dallas. And they said, you can't do that. It's got to stay here. And he comes back and he goes, well, I don't know what we're going to do. They won't let me take the car to Dallas. I said, stand by. (laughs) 
So I went to the rental counter. I gave him my business card. And I said, we are going to take this car to Dallas. I will buy it at whatever price you want when I get there. Here's my card. Wrote down my bank. I said, the car is going Going to Dallas. Dallas. (laughs) And it did. (laughs) Did you really have to buy it? No. No. I mean... It was this was a young clerk didn't really understand I don't think the uh, seriousness of of nine eleven and what was going on and I you know I knew things were not going to be normal for a while yeah but I wrote about that uh, experience and then the effect that nine eleven had on the auto industry so if, if you go to our website which is carprousa.com there's a menu button at the top right scroll down you'll come to true stories you can also listen to our podcast there and be sure while you're there to do two things one is read my faq page just look at it and and kind of figure out all the different topics that are there all those were written by me there's almost a hundred of them um and a lot of good information, a lot of things that can save you serious money. Then the second thing to do is subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. Um, if for no other reason, we've got an extensive recall section, and you'll get recalls from our newsletter way before you'll get them anywhere else. And this week, if you've got a Ford, uh, they've expanded this uh, recall where the vehicles can catch on fire even when they're not running. They're just sitting there. So big warning about, you know, parking, don't park it in your garage. If if it were to, and there's been 30 some odd cases of this. If you, if it were to catch itself on fire, you're also going to lose a house. And I've seen that happen. I've, this is not the first issue like this we've had. So subscribe to the newsletter. You'll get it every Friday. You'll get yesterday's in your inbox in about five minutes. And we had a lot of great stories in there this week. Uh, a lot of things that would interest you, including if you write off your mileage with the IRS, you just got a raise. I'll tell you all about it. Let's talk to Keith in Santa Clarita, California. The Keith, welcome. Hey, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, pal. What can I do for you? Yeah, I've kind of been listening for a while, so I think some of the answers have, have, have you've already given other people, but I just wanted to run some things by you. I just recently found out my wife has an Acura uh, 2019 uh, RDX uh, A-Spec all-wheel drive. Yeah, I love and those. It, and her lease, is, her lease is up next month. Um, so not wanting to drive a car that gets 19 or 20 miles a gallon anymore. She is interested in the uh, RAV4 uh, Hybrid Prime. Okay. You know, if I'm listening to you, these last couple hours are non-existent right now or getting a lot of money over sticker. Yep. I guess sticker is the new normal now. If you can get it at sticker, that's the deal. That's a good deal right now. That is a really good deal right now. So so what I did was uh, I extended my lease uh, on a month-to-month basis just, you know, to investigate the options of actually acquiring a RAV4 down the road. Um, but I found out when I extended my lease that they no longer you can you can't it used to be in the old days you could pay the residual you could take it to a dealer trade it into any dealer and if it you know if it was worth what the residual value was they take it or you yeah, have to pay more that's they right give you a little more but no Nowadays, more 
doesn't work that way. Only only right. Toyota. You have to give it back to an Acura dealer. Only Toyota still does that. Yeah. Yeah. So I found out. So in other words, I'd have to buy the car, re-register it, and then sell it. You know, to get the take advantage of the uh, used car market today. Yeah. So my my question for you is. Do, should I just sit on it? I mean, it, it, the, the payment amount is incredibly low now compared to what it would be if I got a new one. Oh, yeah. Uh, because of the no programs and incentives or That's anything right. else. That's right. It would almost be like double. So should I just sit on it and wait and see what happens at the end of the year and uh, then make make a decision there? Yeah. I uh, say to recommend to somebody to buy it now or – I, I think that's a good idea, and I think extending the lease, I've told a lot of people to do that uh, until the lease incentives come back. I mean, I just said on the air a couple of weeks ago, there are no, there are no lease deals right now on anything. So you can you can take it to your Acura dealer. They can, they can terminate it whenever you're ready, and if there's equity, they can write you a check for it. You won't have to buy it if you turn it into an Acura dealer. Uh, you'll just do a termination if there's equity. They'll get it, and you'd be smart to shop around a little bit to see who will pay the most, which Acura dealer would pay the most for it. I've got to run. I'm on a break, but I appreciate your call. New truck or used? Let the car pro help. 1-800-926-7777. I can't count the number of times that I've heard Jerry recommend the Kia Soul to someone who asked about it here on the show. Uh, great warranty, outstanding pricing, and a redo, just kind of, you know, styling tweaks on the 2023 Kia Soul with pricing starting at under 20000 Yeah. That's pretty amazing. It is, and that's one of the reasons I recommend the Soul so much besides it being fun to drive. There's just not an SUV out there that's a better buy. The Nissan, Nissan Kicks is pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the soul is just, it's such a good car and you get that 10 year, hundred thousand mile warranty. It's, uh, I, I was, I was surprised to see they held the price under 20 grand, uh, for a, a refreshed model. So it's one of the better buys out there. Of course, you got to find one first. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> Ryan in Lano, Texas. Ryan, what can I help you with? Hey Jerry. Um, I am in a predicament right now. Um, I just started a business with some friends, and um, I am driving a 2010 Ford F-150 right now. And the problem I have is it's 200,000 miles, and our business is going to be putting me uh, in a situation where we will be hauling a lot. Um, And that being said, hauling trailers uh, with expensive animals in it. I don't want to get in a situation where I'm hauling down the road um, and something happens to the truck and I have a load of animals that are just sitting in there right now, especially in the heat right now that we're in. Um, I've already had my transmission replaced back in December. Um, It went out. Luckily, I pulled into the the ranch that we were at. We're going to and was able to unload the animals and everything. But now um, I just don't want to run into that situation. Um, are you so thinking right you thinking diesel? It, what's that? Are you thinking diesel? 
You know, I'm, the hard part that I'm having is I'm getting a lot of mixed things. Uh, I've been thinking diesel. A lot of people are saying diesel is going to be the way to go. I'm not hauling far, not across state lines or anything, but at the same time, I'm still, there's times where I'll be driving in a day 500 plus miles uh, there and back pulling a trailer. Um, and so that being said, uh, I've had people tell me if I'm only doing it a couple days out of the week, there's no reason to go gas, but go to a three quarter or one ton. Um, and then at the same time, there's people that are telling me that diesel is, there's no, no other option. Uh, that's the way I want to go. Um, Ryan, do do you have any idea how much weight the trailer with animals in it? I mean, any idea? Um, I mean, I, I could be hauling, uh, animals all the way up to 2000 pounds. And then I've, I mean, some that are 60 to 80 pounds. Um, and I mean, it could be very anywhere between two to three animals to 20 animals, just depending on the size of them. Um, the trailers that I'd be hauling would be 16 footers all the way up to about 28, 30 foot goosenecks. Um, so like I said, I just want to figure out what's the best route to go i, I, I uh, do i, I tell you i i, I think the diesel is the way to go for several reasons one uh better fuel economy to the power and the the a three-quarter ton diesel you know today will tow twenty thousand pounds pretty easy um but the the engine longevity is one of the big factors for me it'll just it'll just go so much further it'll go twice as far as a gas engine and you don't you you don't have to worry about you know uh it doing the job pulling if you do put on a really heavy load uh five elephants or whatever you're hauling Uh, so i'd go with the diesel um are you thinking new or used I'm thinking used. I've got a budget of about $45,000, which kind of limits a little bit. I'm still finding some diesel trucks in that price range for right around uh, or a little bit uh, under 100,000 miles, which, I mean, ideally would be nice just because I'll already be putting on some miles itself. Um, And everybody's telling me stay away from Dodge just because – uh, the transmission's not very good, but it's got the best engine. Everybody's telling me to look at a Ford um, on the diesels and either a 250 or a 350 um, be- in a 2015 or newer. But then also I've got people telling me to look at Chevys um, just because they've got the, the best transmission. Yeah, l- so let I'm me tell you. What- I-, I can assure you this, and I, I talk trucks a lot. Uh, all three of those trucks are good trucks, especially uh, the lower the miles. You should be able to get one for, with under 100,000 miles for that kind of money, even though the diesel market is is high. I, I wouldn't care about age. I'd care about miles. Look at my website under Find a Car and see if one of my dealers has something. They'll help you out. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows what dealers know and what dealers don't want you to know. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. And the phone number, 800-926-7777, 800-926-7777. I've got one line open. You can have it right now. Joe in Cleveland, you're up next. 
Joe. Hi, Jerry. Hi, buddy. What can I help you with? Hey, I have a question for you. I'm looking for a weekend kind of uh, driver. Um, I'm looking at a, a 650 uh, BMW yeah. um, convertible. Um, and I, I hear a lot of bad things about the motor. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about buying that uh, vehicle. Uh, do you have any uh, any thoughts on it? Yeah, it, it's it's one of the best driving convertibles I've ever been in. I just absolutely love the car. Now, with that said, you know, if you're going back four or five years, the 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 question is mileage, because at about a hundred thousand miles, these cars start to get real expensive, and a lot of things go wrong. So if you can, if it's if you're not going to drive it that much, and you can find one that's Fifty thousand miles or less, that ought to that ought to do you, uh, and give you make well, you thirty two thousand thirty two thousand miles on it. Yeah, and you're not driving it every day, so that gives you that gives you you know sixty eight thousand probably before you have trouble, give or take ten thousand miles one way or the other. The only concern is they're just expensive to work on, uh, and and it's not. I mean the 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 powertrains are fine, the engine transmission. I don't know of any issues with those at all. It's just other things. And because of what it costs for an air conditioning compressor or something along those lines, power steering pump, they're just expensive. But at 32,000 miles, the car should that should, should give you good service for quite some time. All right. Well, thank, thanks a lot. I really appreciate that. Well, enjoy it. That's a great car. You will absolutely love it. And you got the right weather for it in the summer and spring there. Uh, I think it. I think it'd be fun. I really do. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it more than you know. CarProUSA.com is the website, and that's where you'll find all my car reviews going back for years and years and years. There's hundreds of them there. So take a look. Lots of stuff there. My FAQ page is very very helpful. Eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. You're listening to CarPro USA. On a fishing show, you get the Carp Pro. But this show has Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. Call him now at 1 800 926 7777. Car Pro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds. It's hot where we are. Yes, it is. Yes. You know, I talked to a customer service representative uh, yesterday in Florida, and I was, you know, she said, "Oh, here it's really hot in Texas." Yeah, Isn't I was in Florida. in Florida. She said, too? "It's really hot." <laughs> and I went, "Oh, plus you've got that great humidity there." Yeah. Once again, thank you for putting air conditioning in all the cars now. Well, I, you know, it, it's been. I think we're twenty days now over a hundred degrees in. We were on a streak of 11 straight till Thursday, and we got a little bit of relief. But, boy, the next week's forecast does not look good at all. And then, and then we're getting – we're not even to August yet. Oh, no, and that's our worst month typically. And it's not just us. I mean, obviously, Florida. And today I saw on the, the news that in London, England, they're expecting a all-time record. Oh, my. Of heat. So well, our friends in SoCal have – they've – it's been hotter there than usual, but yeah. Do they still make cars without air conditioning for places like Montana? 
Not that I'm aware of. And just standard I, I on everything? Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, you can't even get crank up windows anymore. <laughs> Why would you want them? <laughs> Why wouldn't you want air conditioning? Wherever you are, it's going to get hot at some point. At some point, yeah. Our, our, our friends in Houston with their humidity, uh. they're the ones I really feel for. Scott in Austin, Texas. Scott, what's happening? Well, thank you for taking the call. So at a time when money is tight and I'm, I'm taking out other loans, I have a 2016 Toyota Avalon Hybrid. It's just under 70,000 miles, has a year and a half left on its warranty. The dealership has offered me 21.5 for a 22 Avalon Hybrid, a new one, for 47,000 that what I estimate with warranties and taxes and stuff would bring it up to about 52. The only problems I'm having in my vehicle at this point are some vibration in the dash and some occasional ghosts in the electrical system. Um, the, the service rep that I've been speaking with for some time said that his vehicle went to 120000 and if I didn't need to sell it, I wouldn't. And I don't need to sell it, but I'm concerned that given the uh, increasing inflation, whether it would make sense to move into that $47,000 car now. Yeah, and that's the that's the conundrum. Um, my experience, I mean, Toyota's hybrid system is the best out there, and and my experience with Avalon has been very very good through the years. I, I the the electrical problem is the one that concerns me uh, because those are hard to find and they're expensive to fix, and so for that reason, you know, if you can make the numbers crunch and and get a payment on the new one where you'd be, you know, comfortable with it, uh, then I'd probably, I'd probably trade. If it weren't for the, if it weren't for the electrical problem, I'd tell you to just keep driving it. You'd probably make it to 200,000 miles without a major issue. But the electrical thing, by, it scares by, me. By, 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 ghost, by ghost in the electrical system, I mean, sometimes I'll be, I won't be able to open the door and I won't understand why. Well, there are times where um, the uh, key in the in the trunk normally would give you a sensor if it was there. Sometimes it doesn't. So they're they're minor issues. They're not in terms of the workability of the engine, um, but they're they're more annoyances and concerns that there might be something else down the road. Yeah, and, and here's the problem with electrical: unless it's doing it when it's at the the dealership, they can't figure it out. Because everything's working the way it's supposed to, and so you get right. then you go start tracing wires, and there's there's over a mile of wiring in a, in your car, and you know you're just looking for one little cut wire that's you know the plastic has come off of, or um, you know and it's and it's hitting something metal causing an intermittent problem. Um, you know it's possible too. Uh, you had some friendly mice uh that got up under your hood that that's happening a lot and it happens a lot around your area so then then you're talking about a whole wiring harness and now we're into the four or five thousand dollar repair and a insurance claim so you know it's a roll of the dice you know you don't have to do anything right now if the electrical problems start to get worse, then I'd for sure pull the trigger then. That's nothing you want to go through. 
Okay. A related question. Um, I'm pretty um, – I take good care of my car, and when I have even a, a little bit of a cosmetic damage to the body, I'll get that taken care of. And when I went to get to resell the vehicle and get a price point from the dealership, they were originally going to be giving me a lowball price of 18000 And I found out that they said that, that the car had been moderately damaged. It never had been in an accident. There had never had been any major service. I just had taken care of something cosmetically with a rear bumper. How does one change that on some sort of official record if I keep the car and want to sell it later down the road? Contact uh, Carfax and... They don't take phone calls, but if you'll Google uh, Carfax, you know, uh, report, I forget how I worded it. I I looked it up just probably a week ago, Uh, but they'll change it. And honestly, they they do it pretty quick. Now, you're going to have to give them documentation um, that, you know, what happened, and they'll change their their records. They're, they're, They're actually, and I'm not... I'm not a Carfax fan because I don't find them to be very accurate. That's why I always talk about auto check, but I will, I will give them this when there is a problem that can be proven they're they're fast to change it. You just got to fill out the form on their website and uh, send it in and it'll, it'll, they'll get it changed quickly. In the last part of the question, you talked about the, your interest in the crown. So I've been looking at that as well for the last 48 hours. Um, it, do you have any idea in terms of uh, the, the reason I was looking at it, it is it looks like they have an all-wheel drive component. Do you know whether that all-wheel drive component would be offered with a hybrid? I know that was not offered on the Avalon. Yeah. From what I can tell, and we're in the early stages of them, of Toyota you know, making announcements, and that's why I'm still researching before I put that in the newsletter next Friday. But they're all plug-in hybrids is what I'm understanding. And so all-wheel drive is going to be offered. And they have to – I mean, there's so many places where people have to have all-wheel drive. I like it myself just because of the way it makes the car handle. But there's a lot of places that they just can't sell cars unless they're all-wheel drive. So from what I'm hearing, it's all-wheel drive, and every one of them is a plug-in hybrid that they're calling the Max Hybrid. And that plug-in, uh, how large is something like that plug-in if you're putting it in your garage, if you have one of the, an older home with a smaller garage? Oh, it's not It's it's not a big deal. They're, they're getting smaller and smaller. Uh, I've been looking at chargers. I need one at my house. I've just had trouble finding a universal charger. Uh, because I drive so many different electrics, and and it's clear now that I'm going to be driving more and more as we go along. Uh, but no, they're getting a lot smaller. You know, there's just a lot we don't know about this car yet. I know typical plug-in hybrid range is 30, 35 miles at the most. So unless you got a short commute, it really doesn't make a lot of sense. Scott, i got to run, but I appreciate the call. Call Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, 1-800-926-7777. That article in the newsletter this week about car names and where they came from. What they really mean. What they really mean. Cadillac Escalade. I mean, it sounds grand. Yeah. Escalade. Escalade. 
Escalade is medieval warfare for the act of scaling defensive walls or ramparts with ladders. <laughs> what that has to do with that luxury SUV, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. Let's talk to Dan in Austin. Dan, what can I help you with? Hey, how you doing, Jerry? Thank you for all you do. Thanks, pal. Enjoy your show. I, I promise you this is going to be the, the, the easiest and uh, most fun phone call you've had all day. Oh, good. Um, so I'm, I am in a, uh, a 2021 Chevy Tahoe, you know, the high end. I've got three boys. I've got a 120-pound Akita dog. And I just don't really care much about the reason I chose the Tahoe is that I just like, you know, I could just beat it up and I don't really care much about it and so on and so forth. But I happened to be walking through a parking lot a few weeks ago over at Costco and uh, a tricked out uh, Land Rover Defender caught my eye. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that that looks so and I'm, you know. I'm a every other year, you know, dump and jump kind of guy with uh, with the cars, you know. So this car is paid for, and so I know I'd like to get into that Defender. I know it has the things that I would need as far as hauling the kids around and, and not having to worry about it. But I don't know much about, you know, the um, just you know, the Land Rover itself in terms of yeah. you know, may I be getting myself into a service headache? Or is there something I, that I should maybe be aware of before I go make that jump and trick this car out up to whatever, eighty, ninety thousand yeah. dollars and have this fun car, but you know, one morning I wake up to go to work and it doesn't start, you know? No, you're not gonna have that issue at all. These things Land Rovers and I've owned uh I I had a string of twelve of them. None of them were the Defender. This was before the Defender came out. Uh, but I did review the Defender in 2020, and I thought it was awesome. Um, my only concern would be for you if it's got enough room. Uh, the third row seat, if you get that option, the third row seat is useless as far as adults go. Now, you can fold that down and, and put Fido okay. back there, uh, and he'd probably be fine. Yeah. But they're, they're, yeah, yeah. they're a lot of fun to drive. Um, they, they handle great. You know, you'd be. I never kept a Land Rover past forty thousand miles, and and I've said on the air, even though I I bought a bunch of them and I bought them, I didn't lease these uh, because my wife drives it and she yeah. she's a, she uses it. It she's an interior decorator and she hauls stuff yeah. in it. But you know, the key to yeah. to Range Rover ownership is knowing when to get out of them and. If you're just going to keep it a few that, years, that's how I. If you're just yeah. going to keep it a few that years, no you'll problem. be fine. That's how I dealt with. Um, I had. Uh, I mean, my love, my love of all loves is the uh, the BMW 750 Li, and I knew to get out of that before sixty thousand or right at sixty thousand miles. Yep, that's and, right. Uh, that's exactly right. You know, <laughs> and. Uh, but uh, what a what a beautiful car! So I'm just looking to, to enjoy the car for two years and not have to worry about it. You you, know, that, you'll that be my goal, and, that, and you'll I, be fine. You'll be fine. I promise you. And you've got warranty for five years or fifty thousand miles, bumper to bumper, not just powertrain coverage. So if you ended up keeping it a little longer, you'd be okay. 
Um, you know, unless you're a high mileage driver and it doesn't sound like you are. So there is a, and they're not on, they're not part of my show, but there is a good Land Rover dealer in Austin. Uh, it's owned by the Sewell organization, and they are fantastic. Uh, if you don't have any luck there, I've got a great one in Fort Worth. That's where I bought all mine. And they'll take good care of you, and they'll even deliver to you down there. I appreciate the call. we got to run, Dan. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you make a decision. Call 1-800-926-7777. Jeff, Cleveland, Ohio, you got the last word this hour. What can I do for you, sir? Good afternoon, sir. Pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, man. Um, I've got a 2019 Sierra. It's a lease, and I am up against it on mileage. Went to the dealer, thought I had it sold privately, you know, because there's equity in it, as you like to tell us. Yes. Uh, And... Complete and utter sticker shock at the dealership, just to lease and or buy a new truck. Oh yeah. So I've just wanted to. I I think I know what you're going to tell me, but I just wanted to see what you thought my options might be. I well, mean, the buyout is reasonable, but I really didn't see myself buying this truck after three years. But again, I just wanted your input. You know, if if you can. If you can get enough equity out of it to justify the price of the new truck, then it's fine. If not, then, you know, I would, I, I, I'd probably tell you to buy it, buy the, buy the current truck and plan on keeping it until, uh, the lease deals come back. Uh, you're not responsible for mileage after that, of course. And, and that makes it a little bit easier on you, but, um, they'll, the rebates and incentives and things will be back and, and it's probably going to be sometime next year. So if you buy yours and hang on to it, it's a truck. They hold the value. Uh, it's not going to be worth what it is today, but it's not going to be a drastic change either. Uh, in my opinion, you know, you may lose a thousand dollars, maybe 1500. If I were guessing between now and next spring, but I think the savings on the new truck would be much greater than what you'd lose on yours. Uh, so for those reasons, I'd just hang on to it. Jeff, we got to run, but I appreciate the call. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. The Flintstones car where you pedal with your feet. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you decide which is right for you. It's not the Flintstones car. Call 1-800-926-7777. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. 
That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer, like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.